buying behavior has changed. Prospects don't click on links and emails anymore, and they don't watch the videos you spend hours creating every week. Instead, send personalized gifts and memes using Vidyu. You can quickly create engaging, personalized content that immediately grabs your prospect's attention, helps you stand out in the inbox, and does it all without forcing them to click anything or go anywhere. Head over to vidyou.io slash salescast to sign up for free and spend less time getting your messages across and more time selling. Welcome to The Sales Hustle, the only no BS podcast where we bring you the real, raw, uncut experiences from sales change makers across various industries. The only place where you can get what you're looking for to up your sales game. Today's episode is brought to you by SalesCast. SalesCast helps sales professionals transform the relationship building process and win their dream clients. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell. What is happening, sales hustlers? Welcome to another episode. I'm very excited today for this guest. I'm going to be talking with Michelle Baker, who is an award-winning international keynote speaker, sales and confidence igniter, visionary mastery strategist. Michelle, welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous, Colin. How are you today? Thank you for having me. Always fun to talk all things sales. How are you today? I'm doing great. I'm I'm really excited. We met, I think, just about a week ago yes. uh, through LinkedIn. Uh, hopped on a call. You called. You you hopped on the Zoom from from happy hour, and you were like, "Hey, I'm usually really professional." And I was like, "Don't worry, I'm not professional." So you're my people. <laughs> yeah, it was St. Patty's Day. I was just like, yeah. "Dude, it's five o'clock somewhere, and it's St. Patty's yeah. Day. What do you want?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, we gotta we gotta get her on here because we are gonna get along. Um, awesome. So I'm excited. We're gonna talk about one of your favorite topics, sales confidence. Uh, but before we dig into that, just give us a short version. You know, what's your story? What's your sales story? And we'll take it from there. Um, well, uh, uh, thanks. I love this uh, sales story. I actually was one of those people who majored in finance and quickly found after graduation in a finance and accounting department that all I wanted to do was talk to people. Uh, that doesn't work too well when you're supposed to be doing spreadsheets and, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, all kind of monthly, they, like, they don't want you to talk in the finance and accounting department. And so yeah, that just sounds uh, like torture. Oh, it was, it was, we had this team building exercise and the woman who was outsourced to do it. She thought I was from the marketing department and had vacation coming. And that's why I was sitting in the room with the accounting department. So she she literally was like, uh, seriously, lady, please, please, please call me. And so we did a little work and I found out that, you know, did one of those Brick Myers things and all this other yeah. stuff and found out sales or management or getting a law degree was where I was both best suited. I guess I would have been a trial lawyer arguing because I like to talk so much, I'm, I'm assuming. <laughs> so I went into sales and interestingly enough, I did not do well initially. I did really bad, really, really 
really bad, but had an incredible manager who helped me find my voice, helped me find um, what I really loved about it and how to really speak to clients in a way that was just authentic and easy and effortless to bring my natural um, flair into it. And that's how I've built my sales career. And that's how I train and coach and speak and teach people to really step in a space that's aligned with you, your natural abilities. Yeah, no, I love that because unfortunately there's still so many sales managers out there that are like, Hey, you got to do it this way. You know, this is my way. This is the way that works. And they don't create that space for you to use your own authentic voice or be yourself or, you know, give your own flair or be comfortable enough to have a dynamic conversation that doesn't feel forced. Yes. Yes. And, and in marketplace now, because it's flooded. So, you know, hanging your hitch to the fact that you have this big, great differentiation and your product doesn't work anymore. So what's what people are buying is you. And so when you're not you, you you can't hide it. Like when you break down communication and how we show up 55 percent, you know, physiology, body language, your posture, your eye contact, your handshake, 38 um, percent tonality. Like you're hearing me and Colin now and we, you, you can't argue that we're not confident at this point. Right. And then only seven percent words, which the trick to the seven percent words, if you're listening, stop getting mad about texts and emails. You're only getting seven percent of the communication. Ask a follow up question. But going back to that, 93 percent of how you communicate, you can't hide when you're in that fear state, mm. when you're in uncertainty, when you're uncomfortable, when you're insecure, your knee jerk reaction is to go fall back on fear and it comes through. And nobody wants to buy from someone who's scared. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, and it, and you know, and this can happen in just small tier periods of time. Like even even just a too long of a pause before speaking or saying something shows a huge lack of confidence. Yes, because you're unsure with what you're saying. Yes, yes. Before you even say something, you've shown them you're not confident. Right, I start darting around. You start fidgeting. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. So I, I, I'm quick to see that and go. And then I will ask a follow up question. Are you sure? Right. <laughs> because now they've just demonstrated with their body that they're not sure. So I'm like, are you sure? Which generally breaks them down even farther. And I'm like, oh, dear God. Right. <laughs> you must be putting some people in the fetal position. <laughs> you just playing with them. That ain't even nice. I know. But I always follow up with some tips. Like yeah. I realize I'll tell people, okay, I don't think I'm necessarily here to purchase. I think mm -hmm. I've been sent to you to bless you with a couple of tips that will help you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I always leave them better for having spent time with me. If it's not the purchase, yeah. it's with some selling tips. Yeah. Break them down and build them up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and so I want to go back to a couple of those just facts that you, those numbers that you dropped, because I think that there's some people, you know, some of the sales hustlers listening might be shocked by some of that. I think I heard you say 38% is tonality. Yes. Yes. And so when you're on the phone, it becomes 85-15. Yes. So that's why they say stand up 
smile and dial, right? Yeah. Get yourself in state, like just like there's yeah. little things, all right? I take two minute pauses before I got on here to just do some breathing and just imagine like, oh, by the time I get off Colin, it's going to be like, damn, who was that chick, right? So, right, yeah. you just visualize the favorable outcome. Get yourself in state. But so many people just drag what happened this morning or, or the last conversation or the last time you talked to that person into the conversation, not realizing that you can change that your body language and your tonality to meet that person and deliver incredible favorable outcomes. And that's all around confidence. That's everything. That's the core foundation of what I teach is how to create that so that everything you build off of that is the belief that you can be incredible in any situation. Mm, Okay. So, in, in, in having that confidence, there's a couple of things you mentioned, right, is having good energy. You said a lot of people are dragging that last call into the, the next call. And, uh, you know, I, my first sales job was, you know, your really typical call center sort of environment, commission breath, script, you know, <laughs> treating people transactionally. A lot of, lot of bad, bad, bad things that I learned in that environment. But there was a few good things that I learned. And one of them was that it will never leave me. and um, I still make cold calls. I was making cold calls today, training with somebody. And uh, one of the things that always stuck with me that I learned in that first was some will, some won't next call. And it's just like, it was just like a mantra that you could tell yourself to just like, okay, didn't get the result I was looking for. Who cares? Move on. You know, fresh attitude, fresh mindset, fresh energy, fresh level of confidence into that next phone call, because it can just be a ripple effect. If you just let that, you know, let's talk about that a little bit. You let that, you know, maybe something that's going on outside work or a bad call or a lost deal or whatever the case, how does that drag into and affect your confidence into, you know, results in, in new activities, new relationships? Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. Uh, It's amazing. So anybody listening to this, take a beat and look around. I want your eyes to scan wherever you're sitting in a room and realize that everything you lay your eyes on, somebody created and they had to create it in their mind before they created it in reality. We all, every human being creates twice. So we think about it, then we go out and do it. So when you think in terms of, like you said, next call, this is the one, this is the one, this is the one, this is the one. You can literally start make whatever mantra you want to believe that every call is going to be the one. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be incredible. Doesn't matter what happened on the last call yesterday, the week before, you will be amazed. It takes a little bit of time for the outcome to catch up with the intention and the outcome will never catch up with the intention if you don't create it. So if you are currently in a state of, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. Oh, my God, I keep missing my number. Oh, my God, this is unfair. Guess what you keep creating? Now, if you turn that in your favor and start speaking favorably about your phone calls, about your prospecting, your cold calls, about the quota they gave you, about your supervisor, anything in your current sales selling situation, and just no matter what you see with your eyes, because your eyes only see what you created yesterday. So now you're hearing Michelle. So when you get off this podcast, I want you to go create your better tomorrow and lock it in and don't let anyone tell you different. Because all greatness happens inside first. Nobody achieves greatness without envisioning it first. So your only job is to lock in on what's amazing and then stick with it no matter what. And I 
I promise. So there's not much I promise, but this is you creating your life. You will create that outcome. All right. You're going to drop the virtual mic and then we're just going to call it a wrap. <laughs> we still got time though, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. If you're listening to sales hustlers, like hit rewind, listen to that again, maybe even again, and just lock that in your mind. Um, yeah. So now I, I'm curious, I have a question when we're talking about this topic, right? So I, I, I firmly believe in, in what you're talking about here with, you know, creating your reality. And, and, and I even have some practices around like, you know, some future state, you know, journaling and stuff like that. I write down my goals twice a day as if they already happen because in, and a lot of it has to do with not just what you think, but what you feel. Mm-hmm. So when you actually feel and believe it, yes. like it happens. Yes. So that, that, that's where the magic is. Um, but I'm curious, I, and I never really thought about this, uh, but it got me thinking as you're sitting here talking about this things, because we're talking about like overwhelming confidence. Yes. Right. Is there a such thing as being overconfident? Yeah, I think that's when you get into cockiness, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, because, you know, it got me thinking about a, a something that I've talked about with some other people before is where a lot of people in sales, and I don't even know if it's confidence, maybe it's just arrogance, I don't know, but, you know, sometimes I think everybody should buy from me. Yeah, everybody I should talk to should buy from me. Like I, my solution is the best fit for everybody. I have the best product, this, that, and the other, whatever they've drunk some sort of Kool-Aid where they just assume. And then that's when they get in that, that problem of like, just being like a feature and benefit, you know, value prop, you know, throw up of words all the time. Yeah, exactly. And this is where the saying is pride goes before the fall. If you ever remember that mm-hmm. adage. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So these people will well, remember there's there's a plethora of buyers. So I don't care who you are. If you're in belief that someone will buy your belief, you will always find people to buy. And that's the rub of this. Right. So what people who are struggling will look at that person and say, but they're cocky. I don't want to be that person. Focus on who you want to be. Right. So remember, your only reason you're probably seeing them is to help you delineate what kind of amazing, compassionate and thoughtful seller you want to be. Don't don't care about them. Right. Um, And that's what people don't realize what you focus on. You literally find. So those cocky people, they have focused on getting the sale no matter what. That's probably has been their vision, what they see in their mind. Everybody wants to buy from me. And that's what you're seeing is the result of their belief. So Mm -hmm. you create the belief of what kind of seller you want to be and just move on. Yeah. 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 I think that's, and and so, you know, and so being confident that you're going to, you know, get the results that you're looking for, but also not, like not that that can also hurt you. Right. Like, so if you're tying like your self-worth to like getting those results and you don't get them, then, you know, I mean, confidence is something that can be here and then be down here in, in, you know, depending, depending on how, how you're attaching yourself to those particular things. Right. Yes. So, um, and I love this conversation. So, um, attainment acquisition without fulfillment is empty. Um, and so when you are, so the work that I do, why you see vision mastery or here, vision mastery strategist is about helping people create the vision of what sales success looks like, because if you're creating sales success is generally because you want a life, you want a lifestyle, you're looking to work so you can live well. 
right? People mm-hmm. don't live well so they can work. They work so they can live well. So going on that side and creating that in tandem with your sales success is what I do. And so that by the time you have started to step into that, when it starts to unfold, it's fulfilling. And I tell people some of my most favorite compliments from my top performing clients are like, my wife told me to tell you, thank you. My, my, my spouse or my significant other asked me, what are you doing? You're so pleasant. And we laugh on our group calls because I do teams of people together and they get vulnerable and authentic and they start to talk about how much more time they're spending, how much energy they have, how good it feels because I look at the human person and help the people. My, my commitment and my personal endeavor on life is to help as many people as possible live with joy and enthusiasm. I just get to do that with sales training, coaching and speaking. And mm-hmm. so how do I help you create this fulfilled life and be incredibly successful, be valuable asset to your company and still have energy to go home and love the people you're doing all this work for? That's my goal. That's the vision. So I wrote that. I'm clear on that vision of this is what I create and help people create. So as a seller and you're in your company, you write the vision of who that person is, not just at work, but who the entirety of that person is. And that's what generally happens. People just trying to get the money, thinking if you have something, you'll be happy. There's nothing that you can have that'll make you happy. If you pause, write a list of all the big things you just bought, all the accomplishments you had recently, and tell me how long it lasted. I'm waiting, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody has ever been able to tell me that it lasted long, right? I don't care how big it was, how incredible it was. It doesn't last But think about how you felt, right, when you felt good about yourself, when you were proud of yourself, when you were able to face your fears and keep going in spite of circumstances and difficulties and obstacles. What does that feel like? That's the state of confidence that you don't when you are feeling inconvenience, uncomfortable and uncertain, you still believe that you will succeed. That's what I work to help people create. Yeah, I mean, and and basically what I'm hearing here is it's it's an in, it's an integrated thing. So many yes. people try to separate their their personal life and their business life, or nope. you know, hey, if I could do better in my professional life, then my personal life will get better. And then they're working long hours and sacrificing <laughs> other things, and then they finally get maybe whatever it is. And but in the meantime, you know, how much wreckage have they caused? Right. How much exactly you know, time have they lost? Or yeah, the case is yeah. When I get um, this promotion, then then you know we'll go on vacation. When I get this, it'll be better at home. When I get this, like, no, no, it won't. Because you're actually creating the habit of win future. So your mind never believes that it'll happen. You must create the vision of now. Yeah. So many people think that, uh, you know, to be better in sales, they need to get better at certain, you know, skills, right? Sales skills. And what I hear you're saying and what I believe too is it's more, it's more personal work. It's with the stuff you're talking about. Yes. Getting that confidence, being more integrated, figuring out, you know, what's important to you, what everybody's success is different, right? So not just trying to mirror, you know, what somebody else within your organization, that's their trying to make their success, your success, right? That's where you get yourself into a lot of trouble, figuring out what that is for you, what it means and, and, and then building on that. Right. And, and then what happens is you you have that confidence 
and you do get that success in your professional life, you know, and, and it's yes. not necessarily working long hours or working weekends or not taking the trips. You can actually end up working less and doing more in the time because you get much better results in the time that you put in. Oh my God. So time, this is the big rub, right? What people forget is everybody gets 24 hours. 1,440 minutes, 86,400 seconds. We all get the same. So why is it that some people have this incredible success and someone struggles? Because the only way you can optimize, utilize, and leverage time is by investing in your mind. No other way. If you can find another way, you will be a gazillionaire. But every person out there, every titan of the industry will tell you the only way you get to leverage and optimize and best utilize that time in your favor is by investing in the thing between your two ears, your mind. And that's what most people won't do. They keep listening to what other people tell them. They have to need the ought to should do instead of taking a beat and start dealing with why am I doing this? Who do I want to be? Like really getting into their mind and owning it, owning what's going on in their mind and then getting it to work in their favor. Yeah. And then you get to the point where you start to understand, you know, what your time is worth, your value. You don't, you don't offer as many discounts. There you go. You don't, to- you don't, you don't tolerate any, you know, tire kickers that are wasting your time. Cause exactly. you understand like, Hey, I'm confident. I'm busy too. Yes. I got, you know, I got, I got things, things to do. do. And like, if you, you don't, don't value what I do, then I'm going to go find some. Yeah. Else worth yeah. Yeah. What, you, know, you, you, you can, can get, get to a place where you can actually pick and choose who you work with. Exactly. Exactly. Not just anybody who's willing to pay. Exactly. You know, you know there's some people that are going to take a lot more of your time than others. Exactly. And the, and the challenge is, as I can hear you saying, as someone who's invested in and done that mind work, right? There's always a period of crickets. Mm-hmm. Where you want to, like, you're doubting, you're like, oh, should I go back? I'm like, oh, oh, oh. But when you hang in there, it's like a break that happens. And then it's just, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. But anyone who's done it knows it's almost inexplicable. And it demands that you invest, invest in yourself. That's all I can tell people is that without the investment, you'll, you'll never hit that point. Yeah. So what does is, what is an investment in your mind look like? to you? Like, what are some of the things that you see people are like, you know, we just, this is where you really need to do some work to, to get that ignite, ignite your confidence. <laughs> you want to get this flame roaring where you yeah. didn't set yourself on fire. Is the so flame, other people, you know, right. People, right. Or is it out? <laughs> right. The, the, the first thing, um, and, uh, one of my favorite books that I read almost every year is Napoleon Hill, think and grow rich. And he really talks about that clear and compelling vision. Right. Getting something that inspires you from the inside out, because without that burning desire inside, no one else can set you on fire like you can set yourself on fire. And it's the thing that will keep you going when it's dark, when things don't work your way, when they they don't keep the promises, when the deal falls through. Right. You will stay the course in belief when it comes from the inside out. The other thing is consistency. So to get the mind to grow that that's the rub. And I t- honestly, I tell people I lost. Um, oh, I forgot my uh, my Alexa is on. 
Is that going to be okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's in the background talking. Um, yeah. The cons- a bonus guest today, <laughs> Alexa. I keep forgetting she's there. I better not get mine going, and then ours will start talking back and forth to <laughs> exactly. each other. Then we'll really be in trouble, dude. Uh, on a side note, they started saying, "Thank you. Have a nice day." I'm like, "This is too much. I can't take this. <laughs> this is too weird." But yeah. the consistency, exponential results. So. The mind is infinite. Time is finite. The mind Mm. is limitless. Time is limited. How you optimize and utilize it is you begin to tap into your own creative genius. You actually see it's like that where you see those movies where the numbers are in front of people and they see a puzzle and it starts to make sense to them. It starts to happen inside of you. You start Mm. answering your own questions, asking yourself everything you need is inside of you. We don't tap into it without the consistency of mindfulness work, slowing and calming your mind. Meditation, from what I understand, if someone knows different, please email me. Let me know. Meditation is the only way to start to harness this. A consistent daily practice of meditation, mindfulness, Mm -hmm. right? And it's in other things, the vision, the journaling. It takes time. And it's worth it. It is the most beautiful investment you could ever make in your sales career. You will be so valuable and game changing to any organization you're a part of. You basically write your ticket. Mm. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, I've been meditating for almost ooh, almost 11 years and it's changed over time. Like I used to think I needed to be this like super... <laughs> Zen dude did like did you know long sits in the morning or whatever, but then I found like yeah that lasted for a little while, but then like throughout the day I was like not that person if you know what I'm saying. Uh, and, and so, so what, what I, I found, found is actually, actually shorter, shorter more meditations, meditations throughout, throughout the day. That that's like that's, that's the thing. thing. And so and and there's a lot of things to keep your energy to keep your mind right. Like mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people talk about their morning ritual or their yep. miracle hour, whatever they want to call it. Uh, mine's actually a lot longer. Um, and I believe it even starts the night before because a lot of people don't even get proper sleep. There's there's so many things of like, okay, you want to do good at work. Like we're talking about like investing in yourself personally so that you can kick ass professionally. Right? That's really what we're talking about here. Um, and so it's, it's a lot of things like, you know, spending time with your family, eating healthy, exercising, taking care of your body, journaling, meditating. It's a lot of freaking work. But, you know, it's worth it. Um, And so then, you know, and I do a lot of other things throughout the day to keep my energy high as well. So I stand all day. I don't sit down. Um, I made it a habit of like, this is a new thing because, you know, gyms are closed, can't go to the gym. And I kind of like it. So I'm going to keep it rolling is uh, anytime I walk out of my office, every time I come back in, I just do 20 pushups. Like if I go get coffee, if I'm warming up my lunch, if I'm getting water, whatever it is throughout the day, that just keeps my energy and it's just cranking. And I work eight hours a day and and that's that's it. it. So, um, there's a, there's the, the most important, I think, takeaway from this whole conversation is if you want better results, professionally in your sales role, whatever that is, if you're an individual contributor, if you're a leader, if you're in charge of revenue, whatever the case is, invest in yourself personally and integrate that with yourself professionally and you will become a better version of yourself in your professional role. Oh my God. Like just it, like, as he said earlier, you want to rewind this and, 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 and listen to it because 
I don't know about you, but I didn't learn this in my household. I had great, well-meaning parents who had jobs, were hardworking, and they said, go get a job and life will be awesome, right? And we know as, yeah. as, as things have changed, that's no longer true, right? So understanding if you want what you've never had before, you must always do what you've never done before. And the interesting part about success and wealth, success and wealthy people don't hesitate to hire a coach. They don't waste time teaching themselves they don't know. That's like shooting arrows in the dark, hoping you're going to hit a bullseye. They hire the best because they know if I get the habit, I will always have the result. Whereas rest of the population is trying to get the result. So they're just running from one dart to the next, to the next. And this is it. Oh, this is going to make me happy. Oh, this is, I'll marry him. I'll get this job. I'll buy this house. And they think all of it's going to make them happy when it's actually the state of who you are, which is the habit of who you are. Right. And that's what you want. And so I always tell people, get the habit. You'll always have the result. Get the habit, you always have the result. Focus on what you do want. Get clear about what you do want because the brokest people on the planet don't want to be broke. They're clear on what they don't want to be, so they keep creating it. And the fattest mm-hmm. people on the planet don't want to be fat, right? Those are just mm-hmm. two extreme examples of people who constantly talk about what they don't want. So get clear on what you do want. Go establish the ha- invest in support to create the habit of being that person and think marathon think i'm going to create habits that as colin said i'll be doing for the rest of my life not just to get a bonus not just to get money not just get the house success is mundane and boring and nobody talks about that that's why people they keep thinking it's easy successful people are willing to do every day consistently the little things that keep their mind in a powerful state ready to perform and optimize yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you always got to be looking for, I mean, and you always got to be looking for just little improvements, you know, just add a little more. Is there one yeah. more thing I can yeah. add? Is there one little thing I can do a little bit better is, you know, how can I use my time a little bit more just each day? And, and th- that, you know, that will get you the sort of success that you're looking for, whatever that is for you. Right. Which is different for everybody, but first you got to figure out what that is. <laughs> first. Yeah. Right? Get clear on and that. Then, and, and, and just saying it or thinking it, it's, it's, that's okay, but it's not going to take you very far. Like writing it down, writing visualizing it, down. it, understanding like even deeper, like what does that feel like? Yes. Right? Oh, the being feeling. Connected, yeah. Being connected to that. Um, and, and that will get you what you're looking for. And so this is, this has been a fantastic episode. I love this. <laughs> I love this topic. I love your energy. I love your confidence. <laughs> love your tonality. You got the goods. Um, yeah. Michelle, so thanks oh, yeah. so much for coming we, on. We, we are, yeah. We're changing the world by and it's and, you know distilling this information because sales is the lifeblood of business and our economy yeah. needs to you know revamp and it needs to grow and be ignited. Um, and so yeah, this this is this is it right here. I'm I'm in love with doing this work and I'm so glad for the opportunity to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. Is there anything you want to let folks know where they can learn more, where they can find out anything you want to shamelessly plug right here? This is your moment, and we will include any links that you just you, know, you mentioned, mentioned here in the show notes for uh, right. So to shamelessly plug, um, actually right now I am working and building out sales confidence training. So you want to learn more about that. The, the quickest way to find me is Michelle at MichelleBaker.com. So send me an email, and I will send you over information because I'm in the process of revamping. And so 
So I, by the time you hear this, it may be up or not, but just email me and let's have a conversation about uh, instilling some sales, powerful sales confidence in your sales team or in yourself as a sales leader. Um, so I always say, I'd love to have the one-on-one conversations because if you've heard something, there's it's not an accident. There's a reason that we're connected. So just con- contact me directly and let's talk about how we can make this happen for you. Awesome. Thank you so much. And if you enjoyed today's episode, write us a review, share with your friends. And as always, we're listening for your feedback. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Sales Hustle. Are you a sales professional looking to take your sales career to the next level? If the answer is yes, then I want you to go over to salescast.co. Check us out. And if you feel that you are ready, set up a time to talk with me and my co-founder, Chris. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell. And if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave us a review and share the podcast with your friends.